KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Extraordinary Talk Show on this Monday. It's another great day here in St. George, Utah. I got to tell you, I love this time of year. This is the time of year when it's beautiful here because during the summer, temperatures are in the triple digits all the time. Right now, we're sitting at about 92. It's cool and breezy. I love it here. Really, spring and fall are the best times here in Southern Utah. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Talk Show. And by the way, in case you don't already know, if you like to listen to this show and want to actually see the video of me talking, you can check out Facebook, check out Radio St. George on Facebook or Radio St. George 100.3 on YouTube. If you're watching the video and would like to maybe listen to the audio, you can check out the Extraordinary Talk Show on multiple podcast formats, including Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. Just look up Radio St. George 100.3, and underneath that, you will find all of the amazing shows offered here by our radio station, including the Extraordinary Talk Show, and you can listen to it there. Hi, guys. Today, I want to talk to you about a lot. I always talk to you about things that I find are important. Today, we weren't going to talk about finding empowerment Specifically, finding it where it already exists. We all know the story of Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. That she battled through this whole strange land. Made some cool friends along the way. But in the end, the lesson was that she had the power within her the whole time. The truth is the same for you and I. We have the power within us all the time. We already do. We already have. And one way that we can, this is kind of funny because the way that we use that power is by acknowledging it. We are all amazing. You've heard me say before, I'm no better than anyone else, but nobody is better than me. And that is true for you as well. I don't care what you think of yourself. If you're putting yourself down, you're telling yourself fake stories in your head and you're lying to yourself because you are not that person. If you're putting yourself down, you are not the person that you actually think you are. You think that you're kind of sad and miserable and not worth much. And that's crap. And when you can begin to be a little bit nicer to yourself, you might be able to see inside of yourself that there's actually some awesomeness there. Because even if you think that you're a miserable human being, I know that you are every bit as cool as I am. Every bit as cool as I am. Maybe the difference between me and you is that I have begun to see a few of the ways that I'm pretty cool. I have begun to acknowledge some of my own self-empowerment. I have found my own self-empowerment as I found cool things about me. That doesn't make me better than you. I might have watched more YouTube videos and retained a lot of information from them, perhaps more than you have. That doesn't make me better than you. 
I'll bet that there is a whole lot of things that you could tell me. Whoever you are, driving in your car, watching this at home, whatever, you could probably walk into this studio and sit across from me. It would be six feet away, so we still wouldn't have to wear masks, by the way. And by the way, in case you're worried right now, I am alone in this room. I am not wearing a mask because I am alone here. You could come sit down with me and teach me something. There is something that you know. There is something that you have a skill at, you have a knowledge about, that you could come sit in the chair across from me with a microphone in front of you and you could teach me and everyone listening a new thing. I don't care who you are. If you're four years old, you could do that. In fact, sometimes four-year-olds have the best wisdom. My point is, you're cooler than you think you are. And as you begin to acknowledge how cool you are, you will get cooler. It's all there. All of that coolness, all of that awesomeness, all of that empowerment is already within you. Just like Dorothy, the power's been there all along. You just have to see it. And maybe you're going to go through this whole big journey and maybe you'll meet some really cool friends along the way. And you'll help them and they'll help you along the way. And that's great. You can have some amazing adventures. But ultimately, the power's been within you all along. How do you find it? It's easy for me to say, okay, just look inside and find how, realize how cool you are and start acting like it. That's, <clears throat> pardon me, that's the simple part of it. But how do you actually do that? Like well, I came up with a short list of some things that you can do to help yourself feel more, become more empowered. First of all, we talked about this last time, learn to forgive yourself. For one thing, if you're telling yourself all those stories in your head about what a miserable human being you are, it's really hard to find that empowerment. And let's say that you have 25 things that you criticize yourself for. Pick one and decide not to criticize yourself for that anymore. Pick one, and it doesn't have to be the hardest one. It can be the easiest one out of all those 2,500 things that you beat up yourself for. Find one that you can stop. Find one thing that you can say, you know what? Maybe those other things, I'm still miserable. But, but this one thing, maybe I'm not as miserable as I think. Or maybe if I were to just look it in the eye and face it, I would realize it's not such a big deal. And then I can forgive myself for using that to hold myself back. And I can forgive myself for whatever it is I think I'm doing wrong. I can forgive myself for whatever I'm telling myself I'm doing wrong. And isn't that interesting that chances are you're not actually doing anything wrong, but you're telling yourself you are. And so because you're telling yourself you're doing something wrong, you might need to forgive yourself for that. But in that case, when it comes down to it, it's not the action that you're going to forgive yourself for because there's nothing wrong with that action. You think there is, but it's, it's really not. That action is an action of growth and development. And you're getting better. You're improving that. You're going to be better about that action tomorrow than you were today. That's not what you really have to forgive yourself for. What you really have to forgive yourself for is beating yourself up about that thing. So find one thing that you can stop beating yourself up about and then forgive yourself for beating yourself up about it. You don't even really need to forgive yourself for the, for the behavior. 
if you already know you didn't like what happened when you acted that way, therefore you're going to act differently in the future to get a different result, you're there. Now all you got to do is forgive yourself. You think you need to forgive yourself for the action. You don't really. You need to forgive yourself for beating yourself up. And my friends, that, if you can do that, that is one of the biggest steps you can take in your own personal journey and development. Learn to forgive yourself. And we talked about that a lot last week. So if you're like, okay, great, Della, if forgiving myself is the first step to finding empowerment, how the heck do I forgive myself? Go back and listen to last week's because we talked a lot about personal forgiveness and being able to forgive yourself last week. One key, see yourself as a kid. See yourself as a four or five, six-year-old child and realize that you're doing the absolute best that you can. And then be able to forgive yourself and know that it's okay. You're still a cool person and you're going to keep getting better and move on. So once you forgive yourself where that one thing is, you don't have to forgive yourself for beating yourself up about all the other stuff. All you need to do is forgive yourself for that one thing. If you feel you need to forgive yourself for the action, then do. And then forgive yourself for beating yourself up. Here's another way to forgive yourself for those things. Keep in mind it's only one thing. You're not going to write down a list of all the things that you think you're screwing up on. Just think of one. Just the one. That's all it takes. And then close your eyes. You could do this in a real mirror, but that might be too hard. Close your eyes and picture yourself looking in a mirror or picture yourself standing in front of you. Maybe see yourself as a child. Because looking at that five-year-old child, and come on, from the age of the universe, are you really much more developed than that five-year-old child was? Come on, give yourself a break here. See yourself as you are now as a child in whatever manner helps you. And have a conversation. Say, hey, I know this happened. I know it sucked. I know that I struggled along with that, but I'm ready to leave it behind. I forgive you. I forgive me. In forgiving you, I forgive me. And I'm ready to leave it. And do that process as much as you need to. Do it in the morning. Do it at night. Do it when you think about it until you can truly let go of that one thing. You can truly forgive yourself for that one thing. And once you've done that, then you can pick a second thing. Don't worry that there's 98 other things that you're still beating yourself up over. Because how do you eat a whale? One bite at a time. If you can forgive yourself for one thing, man, you're making progress. You are making tremendous progress. And again, remember, from the age of the entire universe, however many years you have lived on this earth, is nothing. And you can't really truly criticize yourself. You're a soul who has existed for infinite time. And yesterday, you did something that upset you. And so that's what you're hard on yourself for? Your soul has been around for so long that whatever it was that you did yesterday that you're upset at yourself about for is nothing throughout the course of your full life and throughout the course of your existence in this universe. What matters is not the actions that you are taking so much as how you treat yourself in those actions and consider are those actions bringing you and those around you love 
If beating yourself up, that's not going to bring you love. It's not. In fact, it's going to make it harder to love yourself. And when it's harder to love yourself, then it's a whole lot harder to love the people around you. So one of the best ways that you can love and care for the people around you is by learning to love yourself. And that starts with forgiving yourself. Next, another great way to improve and find your own empowerment is through education. Learn something new. I'm not saying go back to school and get your doctorate unless that's what you want to do. I'm saying pick up a book, download an audio book, watch a YouTube video that's informational, or sit down with somebody who knows something that you don't know, which is anybody, by the way, and learn. Open your mind. You might think that you're stupid. You probably do think you're stupid. A lot of people who are very, very, very smart don't realize it. When you start putting information in your head, you will realize how much room there is in your head for that information because your head can handle it. Your head wants it. And the more information you put into your head, the easier it is to process the new information. It's kind of like you have to understand that two plus two is four before you can understand that four, that two times two is four. And you have to understand that before you can understand that four squared is 16, right? Step by step by step. If you look at somebody and you're like, wow, how did you get to where you are? They started with one book. They started with one page. They started with one conversation. And as they added to their information inside their own head, they began to make sense of those pieces and parts and blend them together and understand how this piece is connected to this piece, even if you didn't realize it at the beginning. When you do these things, I cannot kid you on this, you feel smarter. When you put information into your brain, it literally increases your IQ. If you want to be a smarter person, learn something. It doesn't matter what it's about. It could be about personal improvement or listening to Della, or it could be about basketball skills. I don't care what. In fact, it should be what is the most important to you. What is inspiring to you? What is something that you're really interested in that maybe you've always wanted to learn about and haven't had the opportunity? Have you always wanted to learn how to play the guitar? Do you know how many how to play the guitar videos there are on YouTube? If you've wanted to learn a new skill, in the information age that we have, there is no excuse for not teaching yourself that skill or not finding someone who can teach you that skill. And when you do it, it's so much fun. I learned to play the ukulele a couple of years ago. It's a blast. I only really know like four chords, but I can play a whole lot of songs with those four chords so much that it impresses me. And when I'm impressed, I feel a whole lot better about myself. I only know five chords. That's all. But it makes me feel really good about myself that I can play those five chords on a ukulele. I'm never going to be a professional performer in this, but it's fun. It brings me joy. And when I find joy, I can share it with those around me. Along with education comes self-improvement. As you're educating yourself, you cannot help but become a better, smarter, improved person. And depending on how you want to educate yourself, you can decide what kind of person you want to become. You can decide, this is who I would like to be. This is the person I would like 
myself to look like in a few years. And in order to get there, I need to study these things and start studying those things. That's how you get there. That's the same thing with a college degree, right? Like you might graduate and say, okay, I want to be a chef or a marketer or whatever. So you know what your end goal is. And then you know what classes you have to take. Doesn't have to be in college, can be. It doesn't have to be formal education. But pick something that you want to learn about and fill your head with information. And as you do that, you're going to find other things that you also want to learn about. And as you learn more and more things, you are going to like yourself more and more. Next, find hope. This is big. And I'd like to tell you a story. Hopefully I can tell it quick. I have a friend. We're going to call him Jay for the sake of this conversation. He's a young man. He's about 20 years old. And to tell you the truth, this young man has had some struggles in his life. He came into a situation that was not his fault at all, but hasn't been the best situation for the first 20 years of his life. He's encountered a lot of struggles, the majority of which were not his fault. And in all of that, he became very, very depressed, incredibly depressed, to the point that he attempted suicide and ended up in behavioral med at the hospital. And when he got out, he had some hope and made some progress, but it wasn't quite enough. And when he came out, he really was feeling like, okay, I've, I've got to make these people around me happy. I've got to learn the right thing to say to my therapist. I've got to figure out exactly what my psychiatrist wants to hear. And he didn't care about improving himself for himself. He was trying to improve himself for all of the people who told him that he should improve. And so he was doing the things that they wanted him to do because they were the ones who wanted him to do it, not because he wanted to do it. Can you guess what happened after this? His depression didn't get better. He came out of behavioral med at the hospital with, with some more hope than he had had going in, but not enough to truly last, not enough to carry him through, not enough to get through the hard times. So a few months later, he attempted suicide again. And this time he ended up, thank goodness, thank goodness, he wasn't successful. And he ended up in behavioral med again. This time was different for him, though. This time, he realized he didn't want this to become a cycle. This time, when he was in B-Med, he met other people who had been there six months before when he had been there, except they had been there two or three times since in between. And he looked at them and he realized, I don't want my life to be like that. This place might be helpful for me, but that doesn't mean I want to be in here every couple months. I want to figure this out so that I don't have to end up back here every few months. And that gave him some inspiration. That gave him a drive. That gave him a desire to carry through and actually do these things, not because someone else wanted him to do it, but because these things might actually help him. And as he tried some of the things that people were recommending, some of the exercises and practices that his therapist gave him, as he began to take the medications that were prescribed him, he began to feel better. 
And he could tell the difference from the medication. And this was somebody who never wanted to be on medication. But once he started taking it, he couldn't deny how much it helped. And he was still struggling, but now the struggle was so much easier. It wasn't so hard to get out of bed every day and to overcome the daily things that happen to an average person, which for those of you who have been or are depressed, the daily average things an average person has to do are incredibly difficult to face and overcome when you have that deep, deep depression. And as my friend Jay began to feel just a little bit better, maybe because the medication was working, then he could have a visit with his therapist and it would be a better visit. And then he might actually get some information or help from the therapist that he found beneficial. Not because the therapist was telling him something, but because he was listening. Not because he was doing something because he was told to, but because now he had the internal drive. We call that the internal locus of control. The internal drive to improve himself, to make his own life better, so he didn't have to make this a recurring cycle. As he did this, step by step, little by little, he gained confidence in himself. When he first came out of BMED, truly, he only had the confidence that was given to him. He was told, you can do this. But it wasn't until he took the steps on his own that he found out he actually could. And when he did that, it gave him hope. So he took more steps. And when he took those steps and found that that made everything just an even little bit better, it gave him more hope. And you know what more hope brings? Hope brings empowerment. Hope shines a light inside of your soul and shows you that you have more power and more courage than you ever knew you did. Hope is the gift of being able to expect that there's something more in you than you ever believed that there was. Next, From that step to overcoming struggles. Again, my friend Jay, we're now several months since his second trip to behavioral med. And now I see a difference in this young man's face. I see him driving to improve his own life. Not because his girlfriend wants him to. Not because his mom or his doctor wants him to but because he wants a better life. And as he has taken those steps, first he found hope. And you remember Stephen Hawking said, where there is life, there is hope. First he found hope and taking the steps that hope encouraged, he began to overcome those struggles. And as he began to overcome those struggles, he found more and more of his own empowerment. He was able to look inside and go, Hey, look, I already knew how to do that. I already had that in me. I didn't have to even learn something new. Someone just had to show me what I had, or I had to go inside, maybe through meditation, yoga, quiet time, or whatever. Maybe I had to go inside and see that I had the strength all along. And I wouldn't have been able to accomplish the things that I've accomplished. I wouldn't have been able to come from where I was a few months ago to where I am now if I hadn't had the power within me all the time. 
and being able to step back and look at that. I even had a conversation with Jay about this. And as he expressed to me some of the things that he had been able to do, some of the areas where he had gotten hope and some of the steps he had taken, he was able to acknowledge in himself his own personal growth and the advancement and progress that he's made. And just hearing him talk about that, I could see the light come into his eyes, reminding him of his own empowerment. Next, guys, this is critical. And my friend Jay is learning to do it. Live for you. So many of us bend over backwards for everyone else in our lives. We twist ourselves into pretzels, thinking that if we sacrifice our own happiness, we can give somebody else happiness, and then maybe they'll give it back to us. Guys, that's not how it works. And you are going to make yourself miserable if you keep doing that. What you've got to do is make yourself happy. And as you make yourself happy, you will find joy all around you. As you make yourself happy, you will have joy bubbling over that spreads easily to the people around you. Please never, ever, ever think that you are going to find happiness, joy, fulfillment, empowerment, or anything by cutting down your own happiness in sacrifice for someone else. That's not how that works. You cannot sacrifice your own happiness and hope to give someone happiness. You can't take my happiness from me and give it to somebody else. It doesn't work like that. You can share it though. You can share your happiness. And the more happiness you have within you, the more you have to share. Guys, that's my time. This is Della with the Extraordinary Talk Show. And remember, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm trying to get you You've been listening to, to The Extraordinary yourself. Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.